Super Bowl recap with Mickey Barlow, the king of Werribee, has joined us. And I'm really excited to sit down with the big fella. I'm sure you enjoy it. We break down all the plays, all the halftime entertainment, and many, many more. We go back to the old tales of living together, playing together. Obviously, related conversations off the back of the NFL banter that happens in this podcast. Please sit back and enjoy. I know you will. And just a quick one, just to be transparent, I really appreciate everyone that reached out last week about the sound quality. We had a couple of tradies just deciding to put some drills through concrete while we're trying to produce, you know, Tommy Talk Season 2, Episode 1. They're the pain points. I'm sorry. Got engineers on it. Won't happen again. We're in studio at the Commons. We're set up. Microphones are pumping. We've got the cameras rolling. Lights, camera, action, or should I say lights, camera, action. I'm sure you NFL fans know what I'm talking about. Sit back, relax, thank you, and enjoy the show. Hey, mate. G'day, Mick. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Good. Very good. Welcome to the Commons, mm. a co-working space here in Richmond. Yep. I've just uh, signed up for in the podcast room, first time. And got the greatest great concept, isn't it? So the comments for those people watching, it's a common area yep. for people to come. You don't want a full-time office. Yeah. They just want to come in, utilize the space when they need it. So it's a bit of a cash cow for the commons, I think, because there's a few people in here and they're paying the dollars. That's it. It's a great, it's a great little community. I've been here for a week and a half and um big shout out to Dommy Tyson, who's running <laughs> around. Personal assistant he's, Dom Tyson. <laughs> he's actually running months. around here just uh talking to us. But um Mate, he's introduced us here, and we're going to be doing Tommy talks and a lot of a lot of podcasts with yourself, um, and and many others and in just this before, room. Just before we go off the comments, it's like a library when you walk in. Okay, so it's quite, quite, quite like it is quiet, and people are working, and and then Tommy being Tommy, you walk in, and then I sat at a reception, you just hear see Tommy Sheridan, and then she goes, "Oh, Tommy, roll of the eyes." <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a legit roll of the eyes, and then I saw you swanning around in the common area there, anyway. And heard you. And she goes, oh, I can call him to... I said, don't worry. Don't worry, Dom. I can see him. And I can hear him. He's making an absolute goose of himself. And she just me through. I need a noise-cancelling room. little co-working space with the noise-cancellers. Oh, goodness it's, um, You're making an impact here at the comments. I have. There's been a few people float through. But they're very good. Um, Annabelle and the girls at the front. Superstars. And it's great to be here. And um, now we can do more podcasts. And like I said last week, we did the Super Bowl preview. And today is all about the... How your picks go? Uh, oh, well, yeah, pretty good. Everything I did, everything I said was good, except I let the punters down... The game of fate, isn't it? With my, with my best bet, which was Odell Beckham, 64 yards, Dude, a touchdown, good. and Rams. Look at the hurt. Oh, it hurt. I love him, so it hurt me. Yeah. It hit me. And we'll talk about the game when we go through it. And when it gets to that point, I'll tell you what the pub, how the pub went, because... Mm. You know, everyone was on it. Everyone was on dabble riding. Everyone was riding the uh, the trains tips. It's beautiful, isn't it? The, the world we live in. Um, and I'm, I'm privileged, Tom, to be here and to, to rewind and go through the Super Bowl. Now, full disclosure, I have a full-time job. So <laughs> Mondays, you know, the normal, the common man works. So looking forward to you leading the discussion about the Super Bowl. But I saw enough of it. And I, I do work in a very good job where I do have some flexibility to be able to Turn the TV on and um, you know, coach a football side. So yeah. it, it actually is a tax-deductible time to watch and see how these great coaches like Sean McVay go about it. Who's older? Are you older Sean than Sean McVay is 36. 
Where old are you now? I was going to do my hair like Sean McVay. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredibly young though, isn't he? Like, do you think, how old are you now? Uh, 34. 34. So like, he's two years older than yeah. you. You only just finished playing footy, it feels like, the other year. It's incredible well, what he's Sean just done. Sean McVay is, and the nature of the NFL is that players do play like the Tom Brady um, situation. He plays till his mid-40s. Mm. But so many of uh, Sean McVay's players are older than him. Yeah, uh, Whitworth, um, all that. So that there does come a, a fair bit of uh, yeah, the, I suppose there would be a little bit of anxiety, I'd, I'd imagine, in those roles. But you'd have to quickly get rid of that um, across you know ten years of coaching before you get that head opportunity. So he started. You know, it's a well documented story, isn't it? Started out when he was you know, young twenties when he knew he couldn't play, when he wasn't going to make it at the highest level. He started to you know, be the towel boy and work his way through the through the office and gets his opportunity and he's a great story of success and resilience in the in terms of was soundly beaten a few years ago comes back identifies what he's done wrong didn't call the perfect game from my understanding and my knowledge of the game but got the result you're right and they threw the kitchen sink let's start let's let's start with the rams golf plays they go to a super bowl tom brady beats them low scoring game defense is brilliant mm-hmm. two years on i think it's two years wherever we are now though They've wiped golf. They've wiped they get golf. Stafford in. They've got Ramsey in. They've got former Jag. Yeah, Rams. former Jag. They've paid him a heap, right? They get they get OBJ midseason. They get Von Miller. I feel like I'm forgetting the someone. Farm. The farm has been sold. They get everyone. They throw all their draft picks, yeah. and this is something we don't see in AFL, they haven't right? Got draft, a first round draft pick until when? 2026 20, or something. Or something. They've yeah. just said, you know what? Get rid of every pick and go. give me experience, which is something that I think needs to happen more. This is a real ballsy play. They've done everything from a from a business strategy point of view. It's just perfectly done, hasn't yeah. it? It's worked out. It's worked out exactly how you'd imagine yeah. when you throw the kitchen sink money ball at two thousand and twenty one, twenty two. And well, absolutely. Well, they got the result. You're there to win, uh, win premiership, Super Bowls, whatever, whatever league you're talking about. They talk so often. If we refer to it. I know we're on the Osmeric uh, and Aces here, so there is an Australian element in terms of referring it back to the game we know well, AFL. And so many people talk about Tom Boyd and you know, how much money the doggies paid him. He stood up on that one day. The seven million dollar contract or whatever it was was worth it for that. Yeah. For that, and the Rams are living that experience. They lived the experience in 2019, 2020 Super Bowl. Um, when was it? Nineteen twenty. Anyway, when they when they went there last time and lost to New England. And they identified, you know, the the elephant in the room was Jared Goff isn't our man, mm. and we've, he's getting paid well. Jared at Detroit, mm. the fifty million or the hundred million dollar contract. So to bring Stafford in and uh, surround him with those those uh, those weapons, of which it didn't all go to plan. So we know Robert Woods has been there for for some time. Went down. They brought in OBJ. Uh, Higby went down. Um, you know, in in the in the championship right, yeah. game, so didn't even play. So they face a fair share of adversity. Well, even Akers did his Achilles in preseason. They've obviously got Sony Michelle and yeah. and even Henderson, who was actually made a huge impact. Here's one for you. Receiving, he 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 was huge to be honest, because yeah. he added a bit of value that I don't reckon the Bengals prepared for yeah. as a receiver, mm-hmm. and he caught caught a lot of us off guard at the start. Um, what about this LA? La La Land. You've been there? Yeah. One of the greatest places in yeah. the world. 
Yeah, up in the up in the hills there with Ryan Crowley at the five thousand dollar a week Airbnb <laughs> on one of those footy trips when we used to get paid an exorbitant amount of money to play football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the so LA Rams. If this is the St Louis Rams, and this might be a stupid question, but if it's the St Louis Rams and it doesn't have you know the, the glitz and the glamour to it, does this story eventuate? Well, it's not as sexy, let's be honest. Like, you've only got to look around, and we're going to go through the game in depth in a minute. And when I say in depth, we're going to pick out favourite parts and more entertaining parts. We're not analysts, but or, but no, it wouldn't. And LA, you got to, you got LeBron James dancing at halftime. He's good mates with OBJ. For all the, you know, there's a lot of... Shaq, Shaq did Shaq's putting move. his tongue out. Shaq did your move. <laughs> but Shaq's Hayden, giving... Hayden it's the Fisher, it's the Fisher. But, and they actually messaged on Instagram, it's pretty funny. Um, but mate, the crowd's packed and everyone in the world wants to be there. The entertainment's incredible. Uh, no, there's no bigger stage yeah. in LA this year. New stadium. So answer the question. Yes or no? If they're the St. Louis Rams, still. Well, it's not as, no, it's not as, well. But, but yeah. does, does Jalen Ramsey initially want to go play there? Like, that was a big oh. thing. He was at the Jags and. Well, it's, well I, I don't know. I can't answer that question. Mick, I'll sit on the fence. No, no, he probably does. No one wants to go to a shit area. Mm. Like a, sorry, a, 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 like a, they want to go to a big club, right? A good club, and they want to win. Main, main thing's winning. If, if St. Louis Rams are going to win, okay. then they would. I would. You would, wouldn't you? I went to the Gold Coast. Yeah, if they were going to win, would you? Yeah. <laughs> what we'll get? I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, that, that's great stuff. And um, It's a good question, but it's... Yeah, the, the whole theatre behind home Super Bowl and, yeah, that that stadium. That's two from two, you know. You know, it never ha- it's never happened in the history. And now it's, guess who's got it next year? Arizona. Arizona. And they've they failed miserably against the Rams. What's going on with Kyler Murray? It's the... Uh, I think it's a bit of... Um, Bit of bit of bit of better. Yeah, it's a bit of mayonnaise. I think a lot of players, are, a lot of players are starting to do it. Whether it's a it's a PR stunt. That's to, what I read. Yeah, to get your to get your cash up, um, to get people in the doors that you might want to support you. Would well, that worked in our day? There, it's very well. <laughs> I don't think uh, Luke Moore, the media manager. Yeah, yeah. He says, mate, what you, you just follow him back up or yeah, unfollow. And, and unfollow. Ross, Ross kind of wouldn't be able to wrap his melon around it. It's a different, it's a different setup. Happened though, pretty isn't? quickly, this bloody modern era. That well, thing is, though, Mick, when you're an absolute fringe spud like myself, you've got no impact. Now, maybe if you were the skipper, right? <laughs> Imagine the skipper of any club doing this. That would cause a bit of a uh, an issue, and it would people would notice when you unfollow and delete all your photos. But um, anyway, it is what it is. And next year, the cards. You know, I, I, I think I've got to get the there. Desert. I think I've got to get there. Um, and then I think Vegas is the year after. Is that the, the talk in our fantasy group? Is we all well, get there yeah, for that? Oh, my um, father-in-law to be and brother-in-law to be are going to that. And they were pretty excited. Like, we're on the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And I looked at them. I'm a bit of a realist. I said, how many other Australians do you reckon have that idea? That they're <laughs> going to just go to the Las Vegas Super Bowl? <laughs> and, you know, just... What are tickets? I would rather go... This is me personally. I'd rather go, you know, the off-Broadway ones. You reckon? Yeah. Like Arizona, the... I think, would be... I've never been there. Mm. Like, yeah, different experience. I've been to Las Vegas a couple of times. But the weather, man. I had a bloke send me a... Yeah. Oh, doesn't it ever? I had a mate send me a, like, a selfie a, 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 on Instagram in the Rixies, in the pool at Vegas, watching watching the game. Like, 
imagine just being there for the game and then, you know, the next Eric day. Taylor. No, it wasn't Dex. I think <laughs> Dex, I don't even know if Dex watches them. But um yeah, it's just it's it's a different setup in yeah. Vegas. So I think everyone will be there. The ticket prices will be interesting. Yeah, that's that's yeah. But anyway, let's get into the, this game. I've got some some notes, nice. some key things, but um look, how'd you how'd you uh find who was your prediction and how did the, how'd you find the game going? I, I thought uh, the Rams were gonna win easily. Yeah, and why? Uh, I just thought they were. There's a there's a bit of me that says they, these matches come. The Bengals have been on a high for so long. You got to remember the Bengals went ten and seven. Mm. So they, they're not. They're a side that had hit a bit of a run of form. And how often? How often does that run of form get to the climax and just doesn't doesn't hit its peak? So uh, yeah, I saw the the Rams as having all, all the weapons on on offense in particular, and the, the acquisition of. Um, you know, Von Miller to compliment Aaron Donald throughout the year was going to be scary for that offensive line of Cincinnati, which in the end, mm. you know, it was, um, wasn't was quite, you know, a million paper cuts because nine sacks or, or eight sacks, whatever Joe Burrow went down for, they're not paper cuts, they're hits that eventually wear him down to the point where you find out afterwards he does a PCL and you know, would be out for six to eight weeks and, and couldn't run. So a few openings um, throughout the back end of that game he couldn't actually access. So restricted exactly what he could do um, at, at, at his absolute peak. Uh, so I was I was you know, blown away by the fact that the Bengals could actually just stay in there and actually led the Super Bowl with a minute 45 to go. Uh, I was predicting kind of a 27-10 Rams yeah. operation. And in the end, Joey B and the boys almost snatched it. It... Oh. It, it, I thought the same. I thought it'd be. A, I was hoping for a shootout, and to be honest, everything I wanted and everything I predicted. I'm going to literally say it. My predictions was OBJ to go off. Mm. So first touchdown. First check. touchdown. Check, tick. And he was on. He was. Oh, he yeah. was just mate. He had fifty the ultimate yards. Com, uh, confidence player as well. A lot ultimate of the wide receivers are ultimate. But you got to understand how good Cup is, and as you know, he's getting. They're going to put everything at him. They're going to be like, we need to stop him, and then we need everyone else to do their role, right? But OBJ in the first quarter, it was just and half lighting it up, lighting it up, Mick. He's had fifty something yards, and there's about three or four minutes to go before, out of nowhere, bang ACL. And at that we... point, at that point, the Rams, I think, would have scored on that drive, and that's when the game would have started to yeah. go to you know look towards that scoreline. You said maybe even more points. Yeah. But when that happened. I thought the Rams were. I thought well, the Rams were done. I listen. I listen to a fair bit of NFL content, and I was a bit the same. But then you do uh, one of my favourite um, platforms, the GM Shuffle. I listened to that quite a bit, and they were saying, you know, the commentary was saying, "Oh, where are they going to get their scores from now that OBJ is down?" And um, you know, they've got, they've got no Robert Woods. But at the end of the day, they've got Cooper Cup, and and Van Jefferson is is a very very handy wide receiver as well, who didn't really get going. He also had a a white. A, a, a wife in labour as, at the end on, of the game. The yeah, it's an incredible so, video. So he's had a had a had a fair day, second child I think in a Super Bowl. But you know, Cooper Cup is third in the MVP, so he is going to provide a threat, as he did. And so, and again, the, the X's and the O's is, is something I'm very very limited in, in in NFL. But that last play with Eli Apple one out, on, like, what, what's the go there? Surely they're overloading cup side and say, let something else beat you. The old Ross line is, a, don't let what you know beat you. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I just think you can't stop Cup. They might be thinking protect the middle and then he goes out and Eli gets, gets done, um, which we'll talk about Eli. Exactly. While we're going to OBJ when he went down and then the, all of a sudden after the half, we'll, we'll talk about after half time. Um, but Eli, let's just do, what are your thoughts on a bloke? <laughs> like he's literally talk. chirping, chirping all the Chiefs boys who have already won one. I thought it went back the other way, didn't it? Was it yeah, yeah. You talked to me about that. Well, Mick, the I think you need to understand order. what's happened here. He's, he's, he's chirping players as he's, going through the, as he's going through every week, right? Oh, right. So everyone, and he's chirped a lot of players in his in his time. So don't worry, they've all sat on it. And if you see by the internet, they have ruined this bloke's head. Yeah. And he sounds like he loves it because I've just seen a thing today where he said, "This is burning you. You know, yeah, there's more that, yeah. fuel to the fire. I can't wait to come back bigger. This is going to make me stronger. All that kind of stuff." So can't wait to see him next year. But he's given Tyreek Hill and 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 you know McCall Hardman the old hit me up. I'll, I'll get you some Super Bowl tickets last week. So. The boys have held is on there, to that. Is there any element of banter in that? Or is this... this no, is no, this one? is very... Well, from what I'm saying, Animosity. it's very... Yeah, it's, well, you can see it because he stopped Tyreek Hill before the half uh, when they played yeah, and it become true. a pivotal play. And then that's when the chirp become. And then you see Tyreek Hill on Twitter goes, mate, you got my digits, just call me. He goes well, that, on... He it go, could be banter. You never know. I don't... Well, it could be, in, but... In, in the modern world, it's NFL, where they jump from club to club every week. Yeah, it, I don't know, Mick. Eli Apple or, or someone from that... Chiefs in a sanctum, they'll end up in the same locker room at some they point. They might, but I don't think they'd quickly become brothers. They, yeah, they do. I'm sure they, you know what it's like when you see someone that you, you know, you might hate them, but then you get to know them and you love them. But I'm, I'm telling you, the, the commentary around the league, looking at all the stuff I've seen, it's not that positive, right? But what I, what I find fascinating is he's got the balls to say, which is probably the belief they had in the group. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you want tickets, we're going to win, blah, blah, blah. But then you go game day. Cooper Cup has absolutely lit yeah. this bloke up. Last play of the day is on him. And then have you seen what the boys were doing? McCall Hartman was sending him oh. videos of the rings and you'll never get one of these. Well, I haven't seen That's that. what happens when you put yourself out there like that. I just don't think... Yeah, yeah. Does well, that help? No, it helps. It helps us watch. It helps it the puts brand pe- of the NFL. It is it, great, it, isn't it? It, it will uh, build the anticipation for, for next season if and when Cincinnati play Kansas City. But even Eli Apple will now become like a, a country like Australia. We just become fascinated with these these storylines. So Eli Apple, uh, he, I don't think he'll sit there with a huge amount of apprehension to, to next season. They, they are built differently, though, those those particular athletes, about the way they prepare and go about it. So I love the the subplot. I haven't seen the full the full um the full situation of it. What ended up happening with Eli Apple's mum? She came in as well, didn't she? I haven't seen yeah, that. So yeah, I'm, we'll have to maybe have you a look into to, that. You need to get, we'll get, we'll get, more, get some more information on that before you um, bring that one up. Now she, yeah, she's had a bit of a go back and pretty much said, like, like most mothers do. Yeah. Parents of kids. Are you talking game day or online? Like, once I sat, once you may have been playing, may have been in the reserves, not sure. We're playing Sydney. I didn't play reserves. Playing Sydney in Sydney. Definitely was in the reserves. I'd never played drawn Sydney. Game. At Sydney. Drawn game. Okay. So you didn't play? No, I wasn't there. I was watching. And um, I think I might, might have mucked up a couple of times or whatever. And my mum and dad had made the trip from Victoria to watch the game. And they'd heard in the background these two kind of middle-aged men. Said, oh, he's just, geez, he's a shit kick. He always <laughs> has. <laughs> and apparently it happened a few times. And um, Matt DeBoer's parents were, were in town. They were sitting with mum and dad as well. And um, uh, I think it might have been... Ron DeBoer had turned around and said to these two middle-aged men, you know that that's his mother just there? And and then mum was like, oh, 
Yeah, but I agree. He's got to sharpen up his balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, parents sticking up for for son. So I, 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 I yeah. Fairly confident that Eli Apple's Mrs. Apple. Hang on, just go back. Did your mum give it a little bit back? Or she just should just take it. Uh, I think she. I think she took it because uh, they were fairly uh, apologetic once Ron once, DeVore said, yeah, "That's yeah. his mother and father just there." Yeah, and um, it's funny. Oh, no, but we love him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say. I went to uh, New York. Um, speaking of Dex, he got his tickets. He wasn't playing. And Dex is Eric Decker. Yeah, yeah. Everyone from Tommy Talks knows that because yeah. he's one of the greatest, you know, friends of ours that plays. Great jawline, doesn't he? He's like a rooster. He's a good-looking rooster, Dex. Um, he got me tickets, but why I say this is Fitz, Fitz Magic, was oh, playing yeah. for the Jets, yeah. and we're in town, and he just threw seven picks the week before. Seven. Mm. Okay, and I love the way he plays. So, but it's seven. Just have you seen it before? Nah, Probably not. Seven. If you had him as a fantasy starting quarterback, yeah. What, what are we well, scoring? he got so he got dropped. It was huge. New York press is ridiculous. And I noticed it when I was there because you get a coffee and you see the papers, and it was all about him and how he should be, you know, whatever. Anyway, the backup, I can't remember his name, but he comes up. So he starts. He goes down with an early injury. I'm sitting behind Fitz's parents, and I remember it, and I was like, because we could see, and like they were talking about booze. Was it that? Um, MetLife, yeah, yeah, MetLife. And when he come on the field, there was all these boos and I was watching and it was so uncomfortable because I was, because I knew what, it, I kind of knew, well, I didn't know, I don't have kids, but it, I just felt very uncomfortable. But I was, you know, never been more like, come on, get it done. Yeah. And he actually played really well. And it was so good to see, yeah. but I, could, I was watching, like that. he would throw a touchdown and his parents would be like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, yes. Anxiety, anxiety. And, and being a parent, I it must be so hard watching yeah. your kids play professional sport with the crowd around because you almost just got to cop it. It's a part of the gig. Yeah. Because it goes both ways, you know. They're pumping you up all the time. Yeah, but if, they, if you... That is the one, isn't it? You've got to accept it. And there's a bit going on at the moment, I suppose, with this. We've jumped around a bit. We've covered a few different we have. places. And, and I suppose even more recently there was... Uh, what's the... What's her name? Isabel Westbury. She's the cricket commentator from England. She's an English cricket commentator, and she was, she was quite um, critical in some of the the tactics and, and and some of the performances from the recent Australian England women's cricket. Yep. And there was a bit of and, and the, the internet and Twitter and media that's hard work because it is just it is toxic. Yeah. The the kind of feedback she got, so like, oh, you can't be that critical. But yeah. What you do? At the same time, she she was very strong on. Now they accept athletes accept praise. They've got to be able to accept, especially when we're trying to equalise this, um, you know, male-female existence in the in the sporting landscape. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not going anywhere. This this ability just to, you know, at a click of a finger, you can be very very critical of, of athletes. Well, more probably two or three times over when we finished, only two or three years ago. Like well, it's yeah. it's now. Um, why is, why are people this the other day? Tom Brady, LeBron James, there's heaps out there. I think I'm built differently as well. I lean more positive. Like, I love the guns. Everyone, even Ben Simmons' recent stuff. You know, everyone wants to crack on him about that last pass he had. I don't want to talk about it because I think he's a superstar and so do most people. But people just love the negative story. I, I don't understand why. You're in the space. You've done more media. Why do people, why do people lean? I know it gets, why do, but why does, why do people open up articles that's more negative than positive? I don't understand it. Well, yeah, the media... The media scrum, the media people, the media of which I'm a part of. Uh, why yeah, do you look for that? But why do you look for that? Like, why don't? You, why is there not more oh, people looking for great I, stories? I know for a fact I do an article for the West Australian every week in the footy season. And I think my most clicked article 
was when I predicted Frio to finish last a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, and it's just my opinion. I think my, my overall opinion was six or seven teams could finish on the bottom, and there's a bit of a clump of teams. But the, the, the clickbait goes towards... You know the Fremantle put in that discussion. Former Fremantle, Fremantle like, player says Fremantle yeah, finished yeah. last. And yeah, bit of bit of twisted. You know, got sacked. All that stuff. And does that as a journey? Do you go? Oh, they're going to come bottom eight, yeah. six. I'll say last because it yeah. will click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think, that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, not the problem. And I guess that's the reason why people keep. One, eh? now, yeah, now, yeah. Now I'm into my third year as a as a contract so, journalist. <laughs> now, now you're an experienced journal. I'd love some positive stories, but okay. it just it's we're out to win the premiership. Yeah, I just I think everyone's so critical. I, I love I love. I mean, you've got to be critical when you're an well, analyst. Uh, the, the short answer is that yeah, I think that's it's the way people are wide and we gravitate towards controversy. Yeah, um, especially in in a. In a day and age where news is so accessible, you know, you don't have to wait 24 hours till tomorrow's paper. No. And there's not just, um, you know, John Ralph isn't the only person that's writing an article. There's everyone's a journalist. Yeah, you know, they blogs, are. There's bloody podcasts. There's, there, there is anything and everything out there. Is. There's uh, Facebook pages with every sporting club that has, that has their team and anyone can comment. Um, you can become a top fan. That's a big deal to some people, so... Um, yeah, she's a she's a whirlwind out there, Trano. But it let's is. get back, straighten right up, and get back to SoFi Stadium. Back to the bowl. Ask me some questions, Mick, and I'll give you the answers. So your prediction was Rams comfortably? Mm. Not comfortably. I head head was Rams. My gut was like this could go down the wire because I did my research and it was you know Bengals hadn't been blown out more yeah. than three or four point four points I think for the last how many weeks. They do have Joe Burrow, who is built differently. I believe their offense what? could get them in any situation. Mixon, Higgins, Boyd in the slot. Yeah. You, got the, you got Chase, who's just the biggest superstar ever. Mark, I knew that they'd be in the game. And I knew that it wouldn't be a blowout. Yeah. But I knew Aaron Donald would run an absolute muck against that O-line. So I was actually quite confused going in, but really excited. And the one thing I knew going into the game, as an absolute NFL fan, no analyst, but I knew that a lot of attention was going to go to Chase and Cup. Yeah. So I was very confident that Higgins and OBJ would get more market share because guess what? Both tight ends from both teams, yeah. Higby, Azuma, I think that's how you say it, they were both out. Even though he played, yeah, he, he, he was, was like my – He was like – He, I just he should have been out for six weeks. Exactly. He played, but I don't think he did anything but block. He had a couple of catches actually, so credit where credit's due. It was an ima- yeah. amazing effort because he went off on a stretcher last week yeah. or two weeks ago. So I knew that was going to happen. So <laughs> player-wise, boom. Right, so I had the opportunity on Dabble, which we give him a shout out to put in my specials, and I said if Bengals win, Higgins explodes, which he did. They didn't win, and the other one was OBJ will explode. Not really, like 64 yards. He did that in the first half, yeah. and then he unfortunately went down. And then what happened? And this is why I was really flat. Not only because I love OBJ, and now he's out for however long with his second ACL. It ruined the game of offense a bit because Rams had to play, continue to play D. But Bengals knew that, you know, when they were up, they were just trying to win. They were running play. They were doing, like, mixing got it's, more carries. It's really become, like, that. that's my, a little bit, and again, can be very critical, more critical than positive in these situations. It was a great game, came down to a three-pointer, but it didn't feel like that there wasn't a huge, especially the second half. Um, yeah, it definitely felt Cincinnati just managed, and they become pros at managing situations. Managing so the we've clock. Got a league, from 10 minutes out in the last quarter, they know how to make sure with two minutes to go, they're three points up with the ball, which they did. But then obviously give the opportunity for that last drive for, for Matt Stafford and the Rams. So, yeah. That's why I, was, I looked at, 
I looked at the Jags, my man, my guys, the Jacksonville <laughs> Jags. They put up an Instagram post today about their their coaching structure. They've got like 30 coaches. Yeah, so they've got 30 yeah. people managing this game to make sure, like analytics and all this. But, yeah, I just think a little bit of the gloss in terms of that, that raw, just if, if you're watching the Super Bowl, that one game a year, the Super Bowl, it was a close game. It came down at the end, but it was more of a, a tactical yeah, it was a chess. It's a chess and game. Now, yeah, game and now towards. But the back that's end. why after half time, Higgins, seventy-five yard touchdown on Ramsey, maybe flagged, maybe not. Probably I love flagged. it. I love it when they don't pull the flags out. Just let the boys play, okay? Even though the flag come out late, we'll talk about that one in a second. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, bang! Joe Burrow just goes, doot, doot, and then now the whole game's flipped. Rams are on the back foot. They got no OBJ. I used to be watching we'll the half time show and thought, I'm fired up. Oh, the first might... half he was a little bit. I think the punter was, and he's a guru. That punter. Yeah. Have you heard the Ben Graham story? I have. I've interviewed him on Tommy Talks, mate. Come on, yeah. everyone has. Everyone out there hasn't heard of it. Just get on now, oh, Tommy he's, Talks. He's told a few people that, hasn't he? Yeah. It's a great story, and why wouldn't you? Because the halftime yeah. show is spectacular. But he, but the game flipped, and then all of a sudden, Skoronic, your man, comes on. <laughs> And he just, he's got the fumbles like they're training. And all of a sudden, the ball, the ball pops up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, don't bring that one up. And, uh, and all of a sudden, he gets the fumbles. But that's what happens. He yeah. hasn't had a catch all year, probably. Comes yeah. in, bang, slips. They get a pick. And the game just turns straight away. And that's why I love the game so much. Anything can happen. So I was... He's a Super Bowl champ, though, Skronik. Like it's No, he's, he's, he's actually done some great things yeah. throughout the year. But it's just amazing at next man up. Yeah. Um, and... All of a sudden, that last what, drive is all about cup, and they still couldn't stop him. What? Uh, so the, the Cincinnati, sixty million under the cap for next year. What? What do they need? Their offense is pretty offensive line. Yeah, it's, what they they put. They do what the Chiefs did last year. They just load them up. They need to protect Joe. They know. They even said Joe likes to be hit and all that, but I don't think his knees and PCLs <laughs> like to be hit. So he needs to get protection. And I tell you what. You give you give you give Chase and Higgins yeah. zero point five seconds yeah. to get a bit more separation. Oh, good luck. That, last, that last play, Donald gets gets up and gets him. Um, yeah, you could just you could just tell that. Yeah, Burrow he had something, and something was going to happen if he just had that extra. It's what is it? It's a game of game of inches. game of moments, game of inches, game of milliseconds. Just need like an extra half a second to, to air one out. Ed. So, yeah, it's Chase took a while to get going. It was that. Well, had a big bomb early yeah, sorry, on Ramsey. That was an he should have almost went to the house. Mm. Ramsey was grabbed him, but that's what I mean. The game was going up and down, up and down. I was, uh, and then once they started running at Cincinnati, I was filthy because I just, I love the fireworks. <laughs> and I said we just want fireworks at the Ascot Vale yeah, Hotel. Yeah, five or six pints by this stage at the Ascot Vale Hotel. He had that cause. We had, yeah, we had cause light on tap. But back to the Super Bowl. Anyone listening and and would love to know. But we had. So let's just talk about the prop bets on Super Bowl, right? The main ones are heads and tails at the start of the game. I listen to Pat, the Pat McAfee show. He's, well, he's, so far, he's gone zero from two in the last two years. Yes. You know how much he's dropped on it? I think he dropped 40,000 this yeah, year. Yeah. So yeah. he's gone. Do you know what he said? He goes, ah, next year. Yeah. <laughs> the way he speaks, I love it. He goes, oh, they're going to get me next year. Who, who tossed the coin again? Ju- Billy J- Oh, yeah, the old, well, we called her the old girl. Because yeah. like, she's not going to let me down. She's not going to let me down. <laughs> <laughs> well, while, while that happened, our mate has our mate's put a little bit of cash on big Joshy Geimer out there, giving him a shout out. He's put, he's put some money on heads and he's told the whole pub. Yeah. So we're filming and we've got content of it. And and I think it's, it's and, and everyone was, it's early, Mick. We're drinking beers at 9am. You know, people are rolling in. They're not that up and about yet. Everyone's up and about. But this got the pub rocking. So yeah, it's yeah. just, everyone's on heads. He's told everyone heads and bang. And then Pat, Pat was on tail. And then Pat's video comes out afterwards and everyone's like, look at this. 
polar opposites. He's gone tails and you just see him collapse to the ground. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then um and then there's a few other people that were getting on the halftime show and saying who's the what the first song's gonna be. Um, but the Gatorade one as well. And I called it. I the said color? I said blue would be the Gatorade blue, blue, blue. because I thought the Rams would win. <laughs> and I thought yellow might be yellow, but I said blue. What was what about orange? But uh, they, well, Bengals, you'd think it'd be orange, so yeah. it's like orange or blue, but just funny little ones like that. They're just, it's a great day. Um, and yeah, it was, and one of our other mates, um, he, two of the boys had Donald for MVP yeah, for a good collect, and another one had Cup. And uh, it can't all be yeah, Willie J, Willie J, so he was pretty happy with Cup. So, because yeah. well, we thought, I thought Stafford potentially, mm. normally the quarterbacks win it. Two, two TDs. So, if, if the, three TDs, wasn't it? Uh, there's three. Oh, no, there's T. three. Was, three. Yeah, yeah. So, T. If, no. if, the, if the if Cincinnati win, oh, Cup had two. Sorry, Stafford threw oh, three. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If Cincinnati win, does T. Higgins get the MVP, or is it? Well, you'd think so off the back of what Cup yeah, received. Yeah. The it's reason because it's usually just a, speaking of coin tosses, it's a flip of the coin for the quarterback. So yeah, um, and the reason that um it was interesting was because I guess that pick to Skoronic, it wasn't really Stafford's fault, even no. though it goes down as two picks. I don't think that's, and I think there's another one to Jefferson where he's thrown a, you know, normally the, the, the wide receiver taps that. They're so harsh on themselves. Like, 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 literally, yeah, but like, I just didn't put it in. But that stat definitely, I reckon if he doesn't have the two and picks. He's got the two picks, right? And we're getting right towards the back end. The mental fortitude of that guy who's been on, I, I don't say this as if he's a loser, but he's lost for 12 years at Detroit. And that ability to go to the biggest moment, having thrown two picks. And to look there and throw there. Oh, there's no look. Unbelievable. Talk me through that one. And well, it's a play that they've done. I've seen it throughout the year. He's got cup through the middle of the field. They all know he's going to cup. If you see the guy that pops, you know, just on a little slant there and just stops, draws him with the eyes. And if you watch the footage, he's almost, it's like we talk about it. What doing is just getting overplayed in the unbelievable I don't think we can because of copyright <laughs> but uh, but anyone that's seen it would know because it's been all over the internet mm. but it's like football you don't kick the ball where they are you put it out in space and yeah. hopefully they yeah. run on it but it needs to be laced out one millimeter and yeah. behind you're going to drop it it was a perfect no look pass yeah. I think it was yeah. it, it was it was second and eight or th it was like three minutes to go and it set up the drive and people again the one time or the the sporadic watcher of NFL be like that's that's unbelievable like is, is that luck Dan Olovsky, who's a great operator in the media, I think, great analyst. Yeah, former former QB. Former QB, uh, perennial backup there. He was a backup for yeah, Stafford. Yeah, very intelligent, yeah. And he said, he's obviously a big Matt Stafford fan because that connection at Detroit, but he said, like, throws it as good as it. Like, Pat Mahomes has been doing it for the last few years and people have been like, wow, this is amazing. Dan Olovsky said for 10 years, Matt Stafford's been throwing them. Yeah. And no one's really noticed because he's out in the Motor City and no one really gives it. Yeah, well, that, and that's why I'm so happy for him because I think Joe's going to get plenty and, and he's young. Matt's at the age where he's a bit older. Matthew, we should say, his wife was filthy with yeah. Tom Brady calling him Matt. Matt, have some water. Have you seen that yesterday? The other day, there's, they're on that. the parade and um, they're obviously all hammered. Yeah. And Brady's tweeted in, Matt, trust me, have some water or mix in some water because yeah. last year when Brady was obviously no, carrying on, he yeah, couldn't walk. He was legless. So I think his wife replied, it's Matthew. Uh, don't mind that. <laughs> and again, another thing I uh, came... It became uh, privy to yesterday. Matthew Stafford, big time Super Bowl champion. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. He's a he's a big deal. No social media. Apparently, very introverted. Has just a small circle of friends, and and that's it. So, um, love those little side plots. Like we know that most of those players are 
big time and showtime. And again, the LA story. But Matthew Stafford uh, getting it done in the biggest city in probably the world, nearly uh, LA in terms of glitz and glamour, when he's not a glitz and glamour guy. That's pretty cool. I don't think the big stage really bothers him. Like I've seen, and that's why I don't like the media being so negative, but they're all about, you know, he's zero and three his whole career. He's been playing in Detroit. Now he's zero, now he's four and zero. It's like... There's a bit of circumstance around. There's a bit of reason why you're zero and three, but the... the Very happy for... On all of that, and the rivalry between two teams. So you always think, you're watching this game, there's two-week build-up, and you think these guys... Like Joey Burrow has a fair bit of swag to him, doesn't he? He's got a, a fair bit of... Oh, Mick, have you seen the way he's rolling yeah. into the joint? He's got a fair bit of swag. But what I really loved about um, some of the grabs out of the Super Bowl and, and at the back end, probably the best thing I'd seen across the NFL season was the grab of just some still shots of um, Joe Burrow with the audio on, and he's saying hello very gen- like very genuinely to the opponent. Yeah. yeah. And he went up to Eric Waddle and said, oh, Eric... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Wells goes up to, I'm Joe. Nice to meet you. And I'm like, now that is a great sign of humility. I've got some great stories of you know, young athletes in, in the AFL circles that walk in when they're 18 and, and expect, you know, um, strappers, everyone to know them. And there's a bit of head wobble right from the, the dot. Yes, Joey B has a bit of swag about him and, and um, you know, the, the cigars are all that. But the humility, what... What was what resonated with me really strongly there? Just introducing himself to Eric, and then, hey Aaron, <laughs> hey Aaron, yeah, and hey Vaughn, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good to see you. I'm Joe. But you notice the respect as well. It's awesome, and the respect is yeah. no, no bullshit today from Eric. He's like, no, nah, no bullshit. You know, it's just out of here, head to head, no talk, all action. He's a really good role model for anyone. See Eric Weddle's uh, injury, peck. Mm. Yeah, just a beast. Can we just talk about that right now? Because he's so old, and he's come. Out of the game. How old are we talking? I think he's 36. So how, how, how fit do you... Well, this is a great question. Because he's been years. out of the game two years. Two years out of the game. So I'd imagine like two years out of the game. How long have you been out of the game? A year and a half. AFL's a bit different. I'm yeah. old. I'm young though. I'm 28. You AFL, you got to go out and run. And what type, That would mean he would have had to stay very specifically ready for that moment. Like weights, power exercises... All that. It's not like he wish would have been off legs for two years and been able to come back and do that. So that's quite remarkable. It's but. ridiculous. I've had this chat. It's not a game. It's not like a game you can just mm. play back pocket now game or cricket. You can hit the ball for six and, you know, and, and 12th man or sit in slips. No disrespect to be in a dude. I'm just saying that you could probably hide yourself in slips on the, in the field so you can get more runs. What, what I'm trying to say here is this he's playing a position that requires you to yeah. be at a really high level to stop these players in the biggest stage. And now he's gone straight back to retirement. Did he? He's done. He's like, I'm yeah. done. Did he, again, you'd be more privy to the information around this. Did he, with that injury, more went out there and set up and the importance of him just being out there as a, as a leader and a coordinator on field yeah, yeah. Um, was as significant as anything. Which yeah, even yeah, yeah. to that point, being back five weeks, like the, the, the skill set to be able to just to go, I'd imagine from that one game, he should go straight to coaching and be, ex- one of, be one of the 35 coaches at the Jacksonville Jags. One of the 35, yeah, the Jacksonville Jags <laughs> need something. Uh, yeah, just the experience. I think he, he speaks about how he, he set up the coverages Aaron and the boys, Vaughn, you get the pressure. We'll have the coverage. Therefore, we'll buy you more time with our coverages and our organisation. And 
you know, I love the way they break it down and yeah. that wise head out and back. It's again, that's another bit of the Rams resilience in their story. They've just lost a lot of troops along the way. Um, but yeah, all in all, the, the Super Bowl for me was, was epic. The year was awesome. I think Chase is going to be one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Mm. And I'm looking forward to watching them. I've got a soft spot for the Bengals now a little bit. I, I, I've got no hate towards, not that I've got to hate anyone, but I've got a lot of love to watching them. I love the way they play. Um, let's hope that, that Joe Burrow gets some protection because... I've got a hard-hitting question for you. What did you make of Matt or- Orzek and Clark Harris, their games in the Super Bowl? Can you say that again? Matt Orzek. Can you ask me a better question? Well, how did they play? I, I Orzek and Clark Harris. I haven't heard of, I, I haven't heard of those names. And then, long, long snappers. There, there you go. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rattle me then. Mate, you gotta, hey, to I've no disrespect, but Mick, I'm watching the big dogs. Mate, you go home. What do I I'm do? At the, I'm at the Ascot Vale Hotel. I'm, I'm <laughs> 10 deep by lunchtime, and you expect me to be watching the long snappers. Do you know I was watching a documentary, not a documentary, a little YouTube grab. I got caught talking about long snappers the other day. And um, you know, what it becomes to become a long snapper. Because these guys, get, they've got to be on their game as well. Oh, you know, 100%. Evan McPherson, who I'm adamant, it's Evan McPherson. Yeah, you're telling the story. Americans just, they say McPherson, yeah. McPherson. Anyway, um, Evan, who's perfect in the bloody postseason. He's this big hot shot. He still needs... Oh, you're talking about punter. No, no, the long snapper. Sorry. You've, yeah. The you've, long snapper, got... punter holds, Evan Bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Evan is a great kicker. But the long snapper and the holder, they play their role. Everyone's got to play their role. Yeah, we know that. We yeah. know that. And, 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 and sometimes that's lost. That, it is lost, actually. And the great art, someone once told me, went the, the five-minute YouTube clip I watched on long snapping the other day, you need to essentially position your butt so you're going to fart. <laughs> you, you fart at the punter. And it, direct line. Direct line. So wherever your butt's pointing, bang, there's a bit, bit of long snapping there you go. Uh, that's information. A, if you ever want to go out there and long you, snap and hold. You and the wherever voice can uh, practice that one. Get a bit on Monday. Yeah, Monday night we trained. You would have been probably 7 or 8 to 10 to 12 to 15 points deep yeah. by the time we got out there. 5.30 I wrapped up. I actually had a big yeah. day the next day. But Mate, you're a man, changed of, me. man of so many talents. But all in all, a good Super Bowl next year. The old rags to riches story, Cincinnati. Just leaves us dreaming, doesn't it? Who could pop up next year? Well, I'll ask you, and you can ask me. Who do you think? Well, with the Bengals with sixty million cap space, which I like, I, I I'm always dumbfounded by this cap space situation because teams are somehow one hundred fifty million over the cap space, and then they end up somehow trimming the one hundred fifty. Still being well, they're not guaranteed contracts; they just cut them. Uh, look, I would suggest. Um, they're hard to get back to. They're hard to get to. But Cincinnati, in terms of if, if they can tidy up their protection of Joe Burrow, they've got they've got a huge amount of offensive weapons to get it done. But they are in that division against the Kansas City Chiefs and all of that. So can't forget the Patty Mahomes. I thought having him in having him in fantasy this year was a real roller coaster. Time. It was. It, it make was. or break. See, like uh, Derrick Henry goes down early. Pat Mahomes end up trading him for Stafford for Matthew. Gee, gee whiz, I copped a bit of grief in the uh, WhatsApp chat about that. But I would suggest to Pat Mahomes at his best and the Kansas City Chiefs at their best are better than the Bengals. So I would say Kansas Kansas go back and you just got to stick with the hot hand in the Rams. I think you're forgetting the Bills. No, I'm not. 
<laughs> I just think the bill. I thought the, the bill falls in Bali. That is one of the great docos. Have you watched that one, Trey? No, I haven't. But let's just no, stick on top. Let's just Friday. stay. On. Yes, you go home and you enjoy pop open a cause. Are we sponsored by cause? No, we're not. We're not sponsored by any other oh, beverage partner. Insert sponsors beers name there and watch that is the best doco of all time. Well, send me that because I love docos and I still need to watch a few because I need to catch I'll up on a few. The YouTube of the I haven't even watched the Brady. Well. Yeah, the long snap. I love that stuff. <laughs> We're mates with a lot of the punters and, and a, a lot, there's a lot of them in Australia, <laughs> Australia, a lot in America that are Australians that are coming through the ranks and they're actually making a huge impact and I love it. So there's no disrespect to long, the, the long snappers and the punters. We, <laughs> Benny tells. I guess so defensive, mate. No, 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 no. I was a bit shocked I didn't know the name. I thought you were trying to stump me. I've got, we've got 50. We've got OBJ, Cup, and Higgins, and Chase, and you're asking me about the long snappers, Orzek, Mick. I, I hope you pronounced your right, uh, name <laughs> right there, Matthew. Matt, Matt Orzek? Or we haven't even spoken about Ramsey and his performance. But anyway, the, my prediction, I've got no idea, but the Bills, I thought, was their year this year and what happened in, over time, we all know. So they, they'll be right up there next year. Um, what, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing. I think he'll stay if they throw the kitchen sink. But again... They've got what probably you know they haven't got long left there. So if if he stays and so is Devonte, then that can happen. Your Ravens, and then you got the Ravens. But I think Hollywood Brown's just gone out on and done the Kyler Murray the other day and said that he's unfollowed and deleted his photo. So yeah. someone saw that one. But I think there's rumours that AB might go to the Ravens. <laughs> so if Antonio Brown goes to the Ravens, mate, we'll win the Super Bowl. Oh, outstanding. Um, but yeah, all in all, the. The Super Bowl was 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 epic. Um, the halftime entertainment was just you know. Can you imagine Fiddy Fiddy Cent just hanging upside down? How long does he hang upside yeah, down until his role is remarkable? How he wasn't lip syncing that. I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Super Bowl in LA was incredible. I, I've got big plans to hopefully go to Arizona next year with a few boys. But Vegas, we've said in our WhatsApp group with all the old boys, the Freo boys, they're all oh, talk these that. blogs. Oh, Zach, Zach Dawson, Dawson. He's, <laughs> he's all talk Dawson. You can't oh, even get him for a. Big here at Sorrento Hotel That's on a it. Friday. He's uh, he's too busy and he thinks he's going to the Super Bowl yeah. uh, in Vegas. We'll see if Sheena allows that one. But Sheena will probably attend. Yeah, she would. Um, but yeah, mate, I'm pretty pumped with the year. The Super Bowl was awesome and I'm just wishing, you know, OBJ the, the best uh, recovery because I need I need my man back out Me there. Back. Yep, perfect. So uh, Chiefs, Rams, that's the only prediction for me and you've gone with uh, Bill's... Bills and Bengals. I think the Rams will be back there. The Rams are going to yeah. run it back. Have you seen the mail? Bills, Rams run it back. No, I haven't. Well, there was rumours before the game that Donald and, and Coach McVay, yeah. this is their last year if they win it. And then I just saw today that they're running it back. They're running it back. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Sean McVay. They're, they're running it back, mate. Round and one uh, VFL season in the coach box. I'm going to channel my uh, Sean McVay. Now, right front, now, Michael, 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 you don't come on the show without, uh, you know, receiving... Well, well, so. Anything I usually do with you, I leave empty-handed. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Mick, I know you've had a haircut, but I know you love to wear a hat. Oh, beautiful. You don't go for the Raiders, but our boys, you know, our, our lads here at Cap Z have looked after I us. I just get to choose one off. You get to choose any... Let's just put them out there, but that's their Cap Z. I should say Caps, but it's spelt with a Z. They have the best... Caps, sports stuff in the world. They've got every sport covered. Um, and if anyone out there does want to shop at Caps online, obviously drop Aces at checkout. You get a 20% off and free express shipping. Same for, for Rixie's mate. There's some freshies there for you. Oh, no. 
you need to be looking sharp, um, look good, feel good, and coach good. New, new saying there. <laughs> um, but thank you for joining us on Tommy Talk Super Bowl recap. Thanks for having me, mate. And uh, Dom Tyson's got your 11 o'clock waiting. I can see so Dom, should, I can see Dom running around the commons there, mate. He's got Strousey on the phone. We'll, we'll attend that Sorry, one in a Strousey. second. <laughs> <laughs> dropping, names, dropping names everywhere here. But um, thanks again, mate. Thanks for coming on. And uh, we didn't even get to uh, OBJ and the bloody. Well, you Browns asking me about long snappers. And, got, and what got, happened? Your head was in the way of my best note about uh, OBJ and the Cleveland Browns. How Baker Mayfield would be. Hey, just ponder on that, and we'll think about that and come back to you uh, start of next season about how the Browns are thinking and where Baker Mayfield is. Where will he be? He's going to have shoulder surgery, and he's going to come back and respond. Oh, you reckon? But, I don't know. I think he's he's got one more sure. year. But on that. We'll be back. We're going to talk more NFL. It's not done. It's a Super Bowl recap. We will recap the year. There'll be plenty of guests. We've got more shows coming. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe. Leave a review. A kind one will do, Mick. And we'll see you next time. There it is. Mickey Barlow and his debut on Tommy Talks. We will see more of Mickey throughout the year. The Werribee Weapon, they call him out that side of town. I'm very grateful for your time, mate. If you're listening, thank you. I know you've got team meetings. You've got your ball movement. You've got your team defense. You know, I know you've got all these things you're trying to set up, the Werribee boys, and you decided to take some time out of the calendar and sit down with myself. I'm really appreciative of it. Thank you. To everyone listening, can't thank you enough. I've got a lot of plans this year. We're going to start rolling them out. Plenty more shows, plenty more guests. But with you guys feeding in what you're loving and what you want to see more, it really helps the way we scope this this new puppy, the sports club, the Osmerican Aces Sports Club. And it's going to continue to grow with AFL around the corner. We've got the Masters coming up later in the year. And then obviously the NBA Finals popping up. It's all heating up here. So thank you to Caps, Ricks. Appreciate your support. Being able to, you know, supporting us to be able to put this show on for everyone and grow. And I really appreciate you guys. So anyone out there that wants to head online and grab some sunglasses, you know the discount code. If you want to get some apparel, sports stuff, hats, jerseys, jumpers, NBA jerseys or NFL, doesn't really matter. Caps are the ones. Head online, use Aces at checkout. You'll get a nice discount. It's on the house. And I'll give you a sneak peek next week. The category's tennis and it's comedy. And I think, it'll, I think it'll be one of my best. If you like a laugh, just wait till next week because this guy's funny. See you then. Bye-bye.